and welcome to series two of the DNAD Make and Break podcast in partnership with WPP and the New Blood Academy. For those who don't know, the New Blood Academy is a four-week boot camp designed to prepare emerging talent for jobs in the creative industry. I'm Naina, your host of Make and Break, and we're back with another six-part series helping any aspiring creatives kickstart their career by offering some personal advice from some inspiring industry creatives. Hello and welcome to episode five of the Make and Break podcast. I'm your host, Naina. So last episode was all about sticking to your creative values. This episode is all about side hustles. What is the hype? So recent years have seen a rise in side hustles, more and more people turning passion projects into businesses. But what are they? How do we go about balancing them in our day-to-day schedule? Are they even necessary? I'm joined by Lauren Ingram. Hi. Hello. So you're founder of Power Suit Social. Yes, that's right. But you're also a senior marketer. You've worked in PR, social media, events. Um, you've got experience in, in agencies and tech startups. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. So um, uh, I started out in agencies. Uh, mm-hmm. In fact, my first internship was the IPA ad school that I got a place on uh, when it was still called IPA summer school. Um, and then since then, I've been doing marketing for digital agencies and tech startups. I've kind of jumped about a little bit. Um, done a few different things. So anywhere from sort of project management and copywriting to events I've, I've ended up in the sort of roles where you're required to do lots of different types of things let's take it back slightly because obviously you've worked for different agencies um within marketing you've worked to social media and events and then one day you go actually I really want to start a new project I know that this is my job and this is my path but I want to create something on the side What's the initial thing that goes through your mind? Because it's new and it's all you. It's not working with a, a, a group of people reporting to a manager or a boss or even having a budget to play with. It's going, right, let's go. How? What goes through your mind and what's the sort of process behind that? Uh, I knew for a while that I wanted to do some kind of creative side project um, because I'd kind of been missing, you know, when you need to like scratch a creative itch and I mm-hmm. wasn't sure yet what that was. I'd been thinking for probably about six months, I want to do a thing and I don't know what that thing is. Um, and this was also while, um, you know, we had the Brexit vote the year before. Trump had just got inaugurated like the month before and it just felt like quite a weird time and I kind of felt like, yeah, it's now or never. I've like I've thought, I've thought of something and now feels like it um yeah we're in this period of uncertainty now is the right moment to launch this and actually around a narrative of uncertainty mm. so actually a, a lot of it all came basically in one night I was like working from like 1 a.m till about 4 30 a.m just like writing loads of notes in my notebook oh, and I was yeah. thinking I really think it needs to be an event because I want it to be like a forum for people to talk about this stuff um but yeah like not not too stuffy quite informal um, so I literally wrote a list of the people that I would love to speak at the events. I wrote a list of um, venues that I'd been to networking events at and wrote down the themes that I wanted to cover in terms of like what would an agency look like in a few years from now? Like, you know, will it look like a still a traditional advertising agency? Um, how can people make money as a freelancer? So I wrote, wrote down all of these topics and how I thought we could I say we, it's still me. It's, yeah, it's only it's me. You, yeah. How royal we could approach this. <laughs> And end up writing a uh, like a mini deck, so just like a just like a really small presentation, probably about five slides long. Of mm. and it included the aesthetic. Actually, it was like I did like a mood board of like love mood board. The like the eighties vibes. I had like marbled paper and power suits and mad hair and all this sort of thing. So I'm like, here's the aesthetic. Here's why I think it needs to exist. Is that for just your peace of mind? Going right here is the idea. 
Um, I actually wasn't sure whether I definitely need it, but I knew I needed a way of summarising it mm-hmm. um, because also at this point I hadn't built anything. I hadn't like built a website, anything like that. I didn't have any photography. I didn't have anything, any of my own assets by this point. Um, and so I was like, okay, mini presentation. Uh, and then anybody that want that I want to talk to about it, I can just show them. It's literally on my phone. Just like turn it sideways and be like, this is what it is. Uh, yeah. here's, here's the vibe. Here's why I'm doing it. So is uh, Power Suit Social something that you wanted to have as a side hustle and keep it there or is it something that you eventually wanted to do full time? Uh, I didn't really have a plan when I started. Mm. I wanted to keep things open. So like I say, I called it a creative network as a as a way of like not having to make a decision at that point. Yeah. Because uh, I, f- I figured if I just called it a set of events, then it would only ever be a set of events or it'd be a bit harder to... Um, to diversify um at the point that I started I was kind of thinking maybe this could could turn into like a full-time thing I'd definitely been asked that a lot of times um and like the the further along I've got the more I felt like actually no I I don't really think this is something that I would it's not gonna be the thing I pursue full-time it also doesn't make enough money for me to to like I would really have to do a lot to make it um make enough money to sustain me yeah um and I, I didn't really feel prepared to, to do that generally but um yeah I kind of felt like I get to like have my cake and eat it which is that I exactly. you know get to do jobs I've really enjoyed and get to sort of indulge in this on like weekends and weeknights and things yeah. you're still doing your main job um at these agencies and working in as a marketer yeah exactly um so that's a lot that's juggling two different worlds so but then they also help each other yeah for sure um I think some side hustles don't necessarily contribute to your main hustle, like will probably be indirectly. Mm. Um, I think it definitely helped me with my main, my main hustle, my my day job, um, because I was required to do things like run events, but also it really helped me build up my network contacts. So you're working in this agency Monday to Friday, I assume nine mm-hmm. to five or just nine to six or something, and mm-hmm. um, then going home in the evening and working on power suit socials. That was that the way. And then weekends, kind of dedicating some time, yeah, to that as well. Yeah, so it was pretty. Um, it was pretty long. <laughs> um, uh, I haven't been able to dedicate as much time to it in the last probably six months, but um, yeah, it definitely was like really time consuming. But I found certainly at that point, at the point when you're that passionate about an idea and getting it off the ground. The more I worked on it, the more energy I had. It yeah. was like, in fact, it's like honestly, the first time in my life I felt like that about something that is essentially work. I think that's the, at the beginning you throw yourself in and you realise, oh wow, I'm dedicating a lot of hours to this a week. How was that with your actual job, your Monday to Friday? Um, I think I probably was slightly selfish, and I think you do have to think about what's in it for the other person. Mm. So I don't know, like somebody came to me recently asking about her side hustle and thinking about starting a podcast and she was saying oh yeah so there's like a recording studio at work so I'll just like book that in I'll just use it I'll just do this I'll like see if I can use their meeting room to have um, some kind of meeting that's relevant to her side hustle yeah and I can definitely see why yeah that's great for her and like and, and I do I do think like good for her for like thinking of these opportunities but also definitely got to be mindful of like what impression does that give like yeah what, um and and obviously like um like most employers or companies will be very happy for you to use their stuff. It's it's not that they um, begrudge you that. It's just more like genuinely what is in it for them. Like Exactly. What do they get out that of life? That is definitely one thing I've learned in the last couple of years is having, if you're freelance, you've got lots of different things on, great. If you've got a Monday to Friday job and mm. then you're starting a new project on the side, 
that's, I think, when you've got to show, see both sides of the story. Yeah, and it does also involve asking a lot of favours. So whether it's from your yeah. boss or friends, you, you probably will spend a lot of your time asking favours. And I think it's I think it's okay to do that because um, there's so much of that in the creative industries that like that stuff will come full circle. You probably have done equivalent things for your friends. Do you think now in the creative industry it's something that's actually necessary? You have to have side hustles and different projects outside of your main source of income or your main job? No, not necessarily. I think there's, I think there is a pressure actually to start side hustles. Um, mm. uh, this is definitely, it's come up actually on, when I've spoken on panels about side hustles, there's been questions at the end about, does everybody have to have one of these? Because it feels like, you know, am I, will I not stand out if I don't have a side hustle? What if I don't have an idea at the moment? And uh, I kind of, yeah, I kind of want to dispel that myth. Like not everybody needs to have one. I think it's a, a great thing to do if you've got the energy to do it and you've got the um, ability to do it in that moment if you're not ready to start your own thing or or you feel like you haven't got an idea it is quite a good idea to get in, involved in other people's projects because right, yeah. like I say everybody else there is this kind of virtuous circle of everyone doing each other favors mm. so if you can step in and like help a friend or even like a friend of a friend out on things that you are skilled in uh, that can be a really good thing and then that, that can kind of that can end up giving you ideas or leading you somewhere. It, it doesn't have to be something that you own and run and mm. have social handles and run events or put money into. Yeah, and also for any listeners who are thinking, I don't have a side hustle. It's like, well, actually, just think about some of the things you did at school, at uni, at college, um, outside just doing your hobbies and your, with your friends. There might be something in there and it is worth always putting that on your CV, even if it is just a sentence, because obviously for you it's worked, for mm. other people it's definitely worked. And you'd be surprised, you'd shock yourself. Unless you write things down, you'll forget that, oh, I did do that. I actually have a side hustle, but it's not mine. It, I helped doing X, Y, and Z, so it's really important. We've got a few questions from the New Blood audience, and this is across Twitter and Instagram, um, that I wanted to ask you, Lauren. Um, one of the first questions was, well, it's kind of two questions in one. How do you decide what to do as a side hustle, and how do you get it to feed into your main hustle? So we touched upon it briefly, Um you decided, obviously, because there was a lot of things happening around you and you felt like you wanted to create a space and a platform. Um, but can you tell us a bit more about how exactly you decided, I want it to be a podcast, I want it to be events, I want it to be this? I think that I was drawn to those things anyway. So I like, had some experience running events in the jobs that I've done in the past, like mm. run events uh, on behalf of startups or the agencies I've worked in. Um, so that was something that I felt not super confident in but something that I really liked anyways like I like going to events like like running them and I wanted to kind of level up in that sense there probably is something that you are already drawn to whether it's um whether it's actually like a format like um something you know maybe it's something more graphic or something yeah maybe it's something like a podcast or it might be something video based whatever you might be drawn to a format or you might be drawn to there's something that you feel is like an unanswered question for you. Yeah. So it might be something about your background, something that you felt like didn't work out for you and you feel you can offer that to other people. Mm -hmm. This is a great question. How much is too much hustle? <laughs> uh, there is a limit. Yeah. <laughs> I would say um, I'd think about your mental health and I think about your bank balance. And <laughs> yeah. if... If either or both of those are in a really dire state, then you probably want to scale back on the side hustle and like maybe just focus on the nine to five. But I think in terms of how much hustle is too much hustle, yeah, I think it was getting to a point where if it's getting you down, like if you're only doing it for yourself anyway, don't don't do that to yourself. Like mm. it, you, you don't you don't have to like 
like I say, you, this stuff is great interview fodder, but actually even if it was like, uh, like sort of flash in the pan, it was like two, you know, two month thing that you pursued or it was like a one-off event or uh, yeah, any kind of one-off, I think that still makes you interesting. So I, I yeah. don't think it has to be like a scalable business and I don't think it has to be, doesn't have to be long-term either. Yeah. It's all about balance. Don't blow all your money. <laughs> and be happy. Your mental mindset is the most important thing out of it all. So Lauren, how long did it take for you to get your side hustle off the ground in terms of timing? It took two months initially. Mm-hmm. So from having the idea to having the launch event was actually two months to the day. It wasn't in, it wasn't intentional, but um, uh, but worked out that way. And I feel like I did the main... Uh, I feel like I did the hardest work in the first probably two weeks. Yeah. So that was when I was spending like every waking hour, like, yeah, working out how to use Squarespace, whatever it is. It's the learning part of it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like, takes the longest. So. And also like testing out the idea with people. Like I was, because yeah. I was still going to things like networking events and I was saying, do you think this has legs? What, mm. what, what do you think of this? And kind of getting their feedback and um, to kind of refine the idea before launching it. From having the idea and then going, right, let's put an event on. And yeah. that space being two months, that's really good. I think it's because I was so single-minded about it. Yeah. I think I think you should probably take a bit longer than that. <laughs> yeah, I think for everyone it's so different depending yeah. on what you want to do, whether it's putting an event on or um, starting a label or doing a podcast. Everything takes um, a bit bit longer than I think people first expect because you go in heads first, I want to do this, I want to do that. Have some patience. Mm. You want to get it right. Everything takes a bit longer than you actually initially expect. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Before I let you go, Lauren, we're asking for one bit of key advice for our listeners of this podcast series. So we've been asking each guest to leave us with one crucial bit of advice, um, and for you in this uh, in particular about side hustles. So, what would be your your key key tip? I would say if you're fearful about starting a side hustle, then find another creative project to get involved in. Uh, like I mentioned, it doesn't have to be something that you own and run yourself. If you can contribute value with your skills, like, you know, are you good at copywriting or design or photography or can you make videos in your spare time? If you can help someone else's project get off the ground, mm. that will start opening doors for you and probably will lead you to your own ideas. Yeah, and that's still a side hustle, 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for your time, Lauren. Yeah, of course. I really enjoyed it. That was episode five of the Make and Break podcast series two with myself, Naina, in conversation with Lauren Ingram. It's been about side hustles and passion projects. Make sure you join us for episode six. It's the final in this series of Make and Break. Thank you very much for listening. 